listening to Plug In To Grow, a food and urban agriculture podcast that helps raise awareness about local food and environmental issues in the region of Peel. The Plug In To Grow podcast is hosted by the Young Urban Growers, a group of youth leaders from the region of Peel who are empowering our communities to take action to build sustainable food systems. My name is Deanna, and I'm joined with Samantha from Young Urban Growers. Today we're talking about food waste, worms, and creative solutions. Tell us about why food waste is important to you and the Young Urban Growers. Well, personally, food waste and vermicomposting is so important to me because in grade 8, I actually work to have vermicomposters integrated into every classroom in my school. And as well, as the Young Urban Growers team, we are super interested in ways to restructure society to create a more circular system rather than the current system in place. Yeah, that's really important. Um, Recently, you had a chance to sit down with Jocelyn from Waste Not Farms, a company that collects and composts food waste through a worm farm, where they're able to create fertilizer that they give back to community gardens. Let's tune in. Well, Jocelyn, thank you so much for joining us for our podcast today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. To begin, I just wanted to get a bit of a background on what Waste Not Farms and Jocelyn Soil Booster are. Could you tell me a little bit more about that? Sure. Uh, Well, Samantha, we're essentially a worm farm. We collect food waste uh, from offices primarily. We bring it up to our farm in Caledon. We feed red wiggler worms um, and then we actually harvest the worm poop uh, and then the worm poop is what we sell as Jocelyn Soil Booster which is an all-natural fertilizer product. That's very interesting and uh, where did the idea of collecting food waste from companies turn it to turn into soil booster products come from? Well, that's a good question. So uh, after I was finished at undergrad, I went and worked at a big waste management company. And I learned that pretty much everything was just going to a landfill in Michigan. And I just couldn't believe this. I was really disappointed to learn it. And so I, uh, I had also heard about these worms, these sort of magical worms that could eat garbage and turn it into soil. And I uh, happened to pick some up at an eco fair and uh, put them in the backyard composter. Turned out it was really easy to use these worms to eat the food scraps that we made in the kitchen. And that was sort of a light bulb moment for me was when I went back there and I opened it and there were still worms, but all the food waste was gone and it was all just black, dark earth. And I realized that these, these worms were really powerful. Were you a big gardener before you started the company? Uh, I wasn't. No, I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be upfront about that. I just uh, I I didn't I kind of didn't didn't really think of gardening as a hobby. Uh, I, I thought it was sort of something old people did. <laughs> but um, but then it's been really actually it is now one of my top hobbies. Um, and you know it's actually my career. But you know I, I just get so much enjoyment from um, having a garden and and growing food. Uh, and harvesting and and everything and of course my worms so um, you know now gardening is is a really important thing in my life. Well it is great to hear that this business allowed you to connect a lot more with nature. Why is it important to offer this service to companies and do you offer a service like this to individuals or residences? We uh, specifically offer our services for offices because it's a large group of people and usually there's a a volume of food waste that makes it worthwhile. Um, We haven't figured out how to service a lot of houses 
have access to the city program. So we don't actually have a, a service. Um, some, a lot of condos don't, um, or apartments or high-rise buildings, they actually don't have compost. So we always say that one thing they could be doing is they could have their own worm bin under the sink or uh, in the summer, you can keep it out uh, outside, but in the winter, it does need to be warm. But uh, it's a great way to, to compost uh, in a small space. Now, why is it important to have products such as Jocelyn Soil Booster that use local food waste inputs as a purchasing option for consumers? Well, I mean, I think that a lot of people are realizing how important it is to have healthy soil and that these chemicals that we've been applying, uh, you know, regular fertilizers, chemical petro-based fertilizers, we've only, as a society, really only been doing that for about 60 or 70 years. And I always talk about our grandparents, that our grandparents would have grown naturally with manure, whether from horses or chicken or, or, or in our case, worms. So we're giving people an option that is something that, is really gonna help the soil grow healthy food. And we do that because of the, the high amount of microbial action, the microbes. So uh, this allows us to have a really amazing, natural, healthy fertilizer that actually grows healthier food for people to eat. Kind of going off of that, I was wondering if you could give listeners an idea about the long-term effects of using this product versus just typical chemicals on their soil? So the difference, uh, you know, here is that our product has natural microbes. So some people take a probiotic that helps um, their digestive system. Um, so humans can take a probiotic and for the soil, we give them soil booster, which is worm manure. And that's because the worms had lots of microbes in their intestine that are left on their poop. So we use that poop and there's full of, of bacteria and fungi and all these really important living things that live in our digestive system. And they also live in the soil. And so the soil booster gives these microbes back to the soil. Um, if they've gone missing or if the soil has been neglected or if chemical fertilizers have been used in the past, then they would have killed the microbes in the soil. So this is a way to bring the microbes back to the soil, which then feed the plants. The microbes are like the Uber Eats of the soil because the plant will ask for certain nutrients and the microbes will go out much farther than the roots could ever reach. They would find the nutrients that the plant needs and bring it back and give it to the plant. And so the plant can then grow healthy and fight off disease and pests and create really nutritious food. So fruits, especially fruits and veg and anything like that takes a lot of nutrition. And so the plant has to be healthy to have healthy food. So by using the soil booster, you're guaranteeing that what you're growing is going to be full of nutrients and be really healthy. Changing gears a little bit, I was wondering if a company is interested in signing up for your program, what kind of steps do you go to through to get them onboarded? So that's a great question. So if, uh, if somebody works in an office that needs to have composting, then they should look on our website, wastenotfarms.com, uh, and they can contact us there. And we'll come in and, and meet with the office because we find it's really important to 
to really make sure that our system fits the needs of each office and each office is a little bit different so when you're working with with food and food waste you need everything to be to be really tailored to the situation so we come in and we assess the office and then we make a recommendation on what type of service we can provide to them so we'll collect the food waste bring it to our farm feed the worms up at our farm and as part of uh, part of the service they do get to make a donation of the soil booster to a local community garden so uh, so that part is is a really nice bonus giving back is is really important you know we're a, a triple bottom line or a social enterprise so what we do it's not just about making money it's also about improving the planet and and improving people healthy people as well wow so that's really a multifaceted approach because you're looking out for the health of the individuals you're looking at the health of the soil and the community we're wondering what the reaction and feedback has been from companies using the program well the 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 reaction has been great and employees uh, at these offices they tell us how much they love that they can recycle their their lunch leftovers or the coffee grounds from their their cups of coffee um, all of that can go in the compost bin for the worms to eat. So the reaction is really positive. I think a lot of, especially uh, millennials and, and younger people who understand the severity of the climate crisis, they realize that we need to be doing everything we can. And recycling food waste is a great way to pull carbon out of the air, keep it out of the landfill, and actually put it back in the soil where it belongs. So the offices are able to report uh, on the benefits of their compost system with quantitative data, saying exactly the carbon emissions they've, they've saved by not letting it go to landfill. So there's a lot of ways that the offices benefit. Um, employees and employee engagement's a big one, and, and carbon savings is another. Another thing that you mentioned in your last answer was a couple of the items they could put in the compost. Now, for any listeners who are considering making an at-home worm composter, are there any specific products that can go in or can't go in? Yes. So, so what's interesting here is that our rules that we accept in our office bins is a bit different than what we would recommend for people at home. So in our office bins, we, we take all types of food waste because uh, we're, we're able to ensure that the worms can handle it. But when you have a small bin at home, um, it's best to only feed the worms things like uh, vegetable clippings, um, things like, like uh, coffee grounds are okay to feed them. And uh, there's certain things you should not feed a home worm bin. And uh, this includes things like citrus, dairy, and meat. Uh, and it's not because the worms can't eat it. Uh, it's just that these things take longer. And the delicate balance of a small worm bin ecosystem uh, can easily be thrown off when you put these, these volatile other items. So we always say, you know, just keep it things like your, your veggies and coffee grounds and bread, uh, grains. Those things are easy for the worms to eat. Another thing we were wondering was how big is your farm and what does an average day look like for you? Oh, that's a good question. So, uh, so it's actually, uh, it's actually my friend's horse farm. So, um, we, we just, we are just a, a tiny little part of the farm. And, um, so we're, 
constantly growing and the hope is that one day we will have a, a full-size you know facility of our own right now we have somewhere we only have about a million worms which really isn't that many <laughs> so um an average day well there is no such thing as average when you're uh, an entrepreneur every day is a little bit different because you're always working to grow your company but you know I, I do a lot of driving because uh we have an electric van and we use that to pick up the the food waste so i i do spend a lot of time driving the electric van uh, and, uh, I do have to get up. I make, I try and get up really early because I find the first few hours of the day, I can work on my email and get things done on the computer because, uh, nine, you know, but around nine or 10 in the morning, uh, things start going wrong. So you have to be able to, to be prepared to, to deal with things as they come by then. Where can people actually buy your products? That's a great question. So uh, the Jocelyn Soil Booster is available on Amazon.ca. That's probably the easiest for, for people. We also sell it on our website, which is soil bo- soilbooster.ca. And uh, otherwise, we do have about uh, 50, 50 garden centers around the GTA that, that carry it. What does a closed-loop system mean to you, and how can listeners at home contribute to a closed-loop system? Oh, wow, that's a great, great question. I love talking about uh, closing the loop and, and circular economies because I think that's really the way of the future. And uh, in the past, we've been operating on a, a linear model, so so a take-make-waste model is, you know, we took things from mother nature we use them to make things for us to buy and then we sent them to to the garbage to the to the landfill when we got tired of them and in the future we need to work in a circular economy which is all about using the resources that we already have here uh, as as part of mother nature and what we really believe in is regenerative agriculture. So worm farming, worm composting is a type of regenerative agriculture where we're growing food. And by growing food, we're actually making the ecosystem and the environment better and, and stronger and healthier. And so that it continues to give us more and better and healthier food in the future. And so this is this is really powerful because what it means is that we can by treating our soil and in, instead of using chemicals and we can use natural manure to increase the health of our soils it's going to increase the health of our plants and we're actually going to increase the health of ourselves and the planet so we can do all these things and the key is one of the keys, well, there's really only two keys. It's pretty straightforward. It's uh, renewable energy, so we need to be 100% renewables. And, uh, and then the second key is regenerative agriculture. And that, you know, another name for that is organic farming is, is another name, or permaculture is another name, biodynamic. There's other names for it, but it's basically this idea that by, by working with Mother Nature, we can actually be stronger together. So, uh, so that's why I think, you know, closing the loop and, and trying to find ways to, to really make Mother Nature stronger, make our environment healthier, uh, will be what, you know, what the society and, and what the, the, the future is going to look like. 
That was amazing, thank you. Do you have any final advice for youth who wanna be more sustainable in their daily life? Well, I think, you know, just keep, keep looking for new ways and, and, you know, everybody will, it's hard because it can be overwhelming. There's so many different things that you could be doing or should be doing. And what really worked for me was to find one specific thing that you're really passionate about and that you really believe in and, and you can really master and then you can help other people do that as well. So instead of feeling like you have to do everything, you know, pick, pick one or two things and, and really, really make it a, a goal to not only do them yourselves, but actually show and teach other people how, how they can do it themselves as well. Thank you. And uh, one final question. Food waste is such a big topic right now, and sometimes the information and data we see are very overwhelming. How do you stay inspired in the face of reality of climate change and food waste? I'm really, I'm really lucky because I get to work every day with companies that want to do the right thing and that want to be proactive. And I'm really lucky that I get to, that I, that I've built a business and, and found a career where I'm working with the people that are, are trying to do something and, and be that positive change. So instead of getting caught up with with the people that that aren't doing anything or that aren't making the changes that we need to to become a, a sustainable regenerative planet um instead i've chosen to work with and surround myself with like my friends and and even you know encouraging my family to to become um you know responsible for our impacts here on the planet and and looking for ways to to improve so so that keeps me motivated and and surrounding yourself with like-minded people is really important wonderful thank you so that's all the questions i have for today so i wanted to thank you for your time thank you samantha yeah this has been really fun Wow, that's a really great conversation. Um, Samantha, what is something new that you learned or what will you take away from this conversation to live a more sustainable life? Something Jocelyn mentioned that I thought was so important to understand was the way that we look at our food systems and our waste. She mentioned how we currently structure our system in a way that's so wasteful and how our food that we throw away just doesn't help benefit the um, system in a way that it possibly could, which is how she is using like her circular system. As well, she noted the importance and the health benefits of using vermicompost and uh, the soil booster that she produces through Jocelyn Soil Booster. And I thought that was so fascinating to hear that by returning to a little bit of an older method of farming and you know something that maybe our great-great-grandparents did can actually have such important health benefits in today's society. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's true, yeah, especially with the closed loop system. A lot of times we don't think about the connections between food, food waste, or fertilizer, but um, it's connected whether we acknowledge it or not. So it's great that she's finding ways to make it a more sustainable connection. Thanks so much, Samantha and Jocelyn, for sharing this conversation with us. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. If you want to learn more about Jocelyn and Waste Not Farms, go to wastenotfarms.com or follow them at wastenotworm on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is brought to you by the Young Urban Growers from Ecosource, an environmental education nonprofit based in Mississauga, Ontario. The Plug Into Grow podcast is generously supported by the Ontario Trillium Foundation and TELUS Friendly Futures Foundation. 
Visit ecosource.ca to learn more and connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at ecosourcegreen. Now go plant a seed in your community.